Hey guys. Hey. I can't believe I did that. Am I going to keep that in? I don't know, man. The verdict's still out on that. But hey, how y'all? I'm good. I'm good. I'm doing good. <laughs> I was trying to say that at the same time. Um, As you can tell, I can't even speak. I'm doing so good. <laughs> I hope y'all are doing well, you know, as well. I'm actually recording this on Christmas Eve. So this is going to go up the day after Christmas. So I hope, you know, y'all had, you know, a good holiday or... If you didn't, um, I hope you were able to avoid all that you could. And if you don't celebrate Christmas, then I hope you was, you know, enjoying your day off. (laughs) If you don't know who I am, I am Nicole Hills. Who is that? Spiritual healer. Um, I never know how to really, I should probably make a script for that. But I'm a spiritual healer, divine healer. I talk about healing on all of my social media platforms, on all of my platforms. I write about healing. Before I've ever had the gift of gab, I've always had the gift of writing. And so I love writing about healing as well. Um, I actually, well, you know what? We'll save that for a little later. But yeah, and I specialize in inner child healing because to me, The inner child in childhood is just so riddled with who we actually are, you know, our authentic self, but also the masked self that we learn to form into, to morph into, to change into in order to receive our basic needs, such as love, attention, you know, um, attentiveness from our parents, connection, and, you know, all of those juicy things. (laughs) So if you're interested in that, you know, keep listening. (laughs) And moving on, if you're interested in, if you don't like really know what an inner child is, I have episodes on that. But if you're really interested in healing and getting your life together, or, you know, you're just interested in what healing is, what I have to say, and what the inner child is and all of that, I definitely recommend, you know, going to follow me, number one, on my Patreon, subscribe to my Patreon, where I have articles talking about healing. Also, Go visit me on Instagram. I have content um, all up in there (laughs) talking about healing. Um, And I have promo for my articles on there. So some articles are private. So if you want a little, you know, preview before you go and actually subscribe, definitely go and check out my Instagram for that. And, you know, for the pretty colors, because I have, if I do say so myself, I must say so myself, I have a really nice theme going on there. So when you go check me out there at Nicole.Heels, you'll be able to see that. Also follow me on Twitter where I, you know, talk about healing in smaller form writing, you know, 100, well now 240 characters. (laughs) And I make threads about healing, but also, you know, I just talk my shit as a regular person because even though I'm more spiritual and about healing, I still am a human being. Sometimes we forget that, you know, we get too much into 
the spiritual being having a human experience but if you want to check out you know my human experience and how it's going go follow me on twitter at nicole heels no dot only dot is between nicole and heels is on instagram child i don't even want to get into that because every time i talk about it it just annoys me but anyway I also talk about and make videos about healing on TikTok and I'm gaining quite a following on there very fast if I do, you know, say so myself. I realize that and it's not even overwhelming. It just feels really organic. So consider going, you know, to any of those platforms to join my healing community But if you just want to pop a squat and stay here and check me out, feel free to do that as well. Also, giving me, you know, a follow, a like, a comment, you know, a DM about any of my content that really hits for you. It really does help. You know, it helps creators in general to like, we already know because like we put our work out, you know, that we have an intention of what it does, but it really helps to know that our intention that we set is doing the do and then more, you know? So consider sending your favorite creator or your new favorite creator a DM and we can chop it up in there and, you know, be cute. Also, um, subscribing to my Patreon for $4.44 a month. It supports me in general as a creator, but you also get additional treats such as more of my content. So consider doing that. If you want to send like a one-time donation, you can hit my cash app, um, dollar sign N-I-C-C-1-C-C-C-1, three C's, excuse me. And my Venmo is the same, N-I-C-C-C-1. And, um, yeah, I thank you in advance. So moving on, this is something I noticed like a few weeks. It's a periodic message that comes that I ignore, but I'm like, you know what? Let me confront it and then actually make an episode about it, you know, while confronting it. I thought, you know what? Let me make an episode about it because putting it even more out into the world will really, you know, help me stay humbled and grounded and stay with this intention, you know, of this message. So I just want to say and acknowledge that I know that I've been bashing parents in some of my episodes, a majority of my episodes, and speaking about parenting, about childhood trauma, about inner child healing with a resentful tone and I want to say that's going to change and I know some of y'all are like girl don't change (laughs) I know but hear me out I noticed before that I used to be able to be neutral in my message and still hold compassion for both sides for all sides and I want to get back on that because doing that number one in your healing journey like you'll realize like it's not I always say this like life is not no Hallmark movie you know it's not no Disney movie like 
you're not obligated to forgive people. And then you're not obligated to adhere to this one size fits all definition of forgiveness. Because for years, I've battled with what forgiveness even is, you know, and I haven't even really been able to really pinpoint it. And I'm getting close, but I still don't have a definition for what it is myself. You know, I felt it once. And so usually when I feel things, I'm either able to get it right then in that moment and like write about it in my journal and then just like really understand and understand it. But sometimes I need to feel it a little bit more so that I can truly process the feeling, you know, and I can allow, you know, what I feel, allow my body to inform that into information, you know, to um, convert that into words. <laughs> and for forgiveness, I, I, child, I need to feel it a couple different times. <laughs> for a couple different situations because yeah anyways I don't want to like go OD on a tangent but I feel like staying neutral and just being open to just being compassionate not specifically to a side but just being open to looking at everyone as human you know and not throwing people away for good Because personally for me, that just stumps my ability to learn, you know? And for me, I learn and I receive information and get messages like anytime, anywhere, any (laughs) place. And I've gotten, you know, messages that help me gain a deeper and more expanded um, perception by hearing out the other side in some situations. And so that's what I mean when I say I want to stay neutral and then, but still be compassionate, you know, because I'm not doing it as a way because child, this society will have you just following behind each other you know, based on like, oh, what you should do, how you should feel and all of these shoulds, but you won't notice until you're like 40 or, you know, well into your thirties that you've been going around life, not knowing why you do things, you know, not knowing your own definition to these like widespread beliefs and for me I don't want to do that (laughs) and so when I talk about being neutral but still being compassionate that's in order so that my ears you know my own ears open up and just objectively observe what people say and like you know the other sides it's not on no you know, turn the other cheek type shit, you know, like, (laughs) I don't believe in like society's widespread beliefs, you know, and not that like, it's like, I don't believe in anything, but I just tweaked it to my own self to where I 
can gauge the truth. Because even though belief is widespread, I noticed it's not the truth. And so that's, you know, that's a longer tangent. I'm literally still on the first paragraph of my script. But moving on, as I've been healing and incorporating my own healing journey within my content, you know, that's how I come up with these episodes or at least, you know, their themes. I've been picturing my own parents, you know, I've started doing that more and more, but also on the other half, I've been picturing people who would possibly, you know, reject what I say or try to discredit it, you know, and say like, oh, what you talking about an inner child? Like, that's just a bunch of baloney. Your generation are snowflakes and you're too sensitive and blah, 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 you know? So it's like, I've been talking as a way, in a defensive way, as to sort of push back against a pessimistic audience. And number one, it's tiring. Number two, it's just like nobody runs me. And I feel like speaking in that way in a resentful tone It has helped me to connect with my own emotions and my own anger, but it's made me realize that like I'm changing the way that I do things and that I would like to do things for the potential, you know, of other people um, trying to discredit me in some way. And so, you know, I had to really not realize, but remember that there are parents, you know, that most likely listen to me. You know, there are people with their own children trying to heal, trying to connect with their inner child, trying to get right for their own sake, but also for the sake of their children and being a better parent. And so I just feel like I have a responsibility to be more objective and as a result, you know, more welcoming in a way by the way of like compassion and just being more open. Yes. Even to the people that may reject what I say, because ultimately like they don't run nothing over here, you know, even if they disagree or have some pushback, that's ultimately like their own ego, you know, it has to do with them and their own demons. And they're just projecting that discomfort with what I'm saying well, the discomfort that they feel within themselves onto me, you know, because I know I'm saying truth, you know, and I know I don't have to prove it to anyone because my truth hits, the truth that I speak hits. And I just have to accept the fact that for some people, it hits in a different way. Or maybe it hits in the same way for everyone, but people just display the hit (laughs) in different ways. You know, some people are more open when, while some other people may be more uncomfortable and that is okay. But ultimately it also doesn't have anything to do with me. You know, I am just the messenger, honey. (laughs) I'm gonna start saying that like, yo, I'm just the messenger. Don't be down on me. So, um, 
I, with that, I just want to say shout out to the parents trying to heal. For real. Shout out to y'all. Because it ain't easy. Healing within itself is not easy. And I don't think we as people trying to heal in general know how much courage that takes. You know? Like for anyone to heal, to to disrupt the current pattern and incorporate something new and essentially wing it after that. <laughs> you know, wing a whole journey. Like to not know what's going to shake, but know something has got to shake because this just ain't it no more. Like that takes courage. That takes heart and it takes strength. And at every stage, you will know and realize just how strong you've been in the past to even start this journey when you may have felt weak. But also how much strength you have in the moment. And I'm calling everyone to realize that and sit with that. But especially parents listening right now. You have so much courage and strength, even if you don't realize it in the moment. You know, I'm saying this right now directly to you. You know, I'm looking into space, but I I feel like I see all my listeners. You know, I see that mom hair may be a little frizzy. She in sweats right now. Maybe sitting down on a couch. (laughs) Maybe with her feet up. Couch is like gray. No, actually brown. Sweats are gray. Different color grays. (laughs) And two people... One got a baby on a in a arm, but the other the baby may be in the other room with somebody else. And you're listening to this right now, and you're just feeling so defeated. And I want to let you know that that is human. You know, in life, we're gonna feel defeated sometimes, and there may be period stretches where we just feel defeated all the time. And I don't say that's life as a way to diminish it at all. Because, like I said, I don't adhere to society's widely spread beliefs, but especially the belief and idea of, like, hustle culture and bootstrap mentality as and using your pain as a way to strengthen you Within that idea, you know, I think pain and anger can give you a certain strength when you go through it, but I believe it in a totally different way. I don't believe wearing your pain as a badge of honor in the way that this society does and tells you to and congratulates, you know, struggle porn. I don't condone that. So what I mean when I say that feeling defeated is human. I'm just trying to reassure you all that you're not abnormal. You're not doing it wrong. You're not doing life wrong. You're not being a bad parent. You're not being a bad person by feeling defeated. 
you're just going through human shit. (laughs) A lot of the time when we go through harm and trauma and hard times, we feel isolated because the society is not emotionally intelligent and we don't know how to deal with bad, with not quote unquote bad emotions. We don't know how to comfort people when they're sad. We don't know how to handle grief. We don't know how to be there emotionally for others. And so people may subconsciously may not know that they're doing it, but they may isolate you when they know you're going through a hard time and be like, oh, I'll I'll give her space on one hand because that's what they know how to do. They know how to like allow someone to be emotionally alone and then come back and, you know, come back renewed though, (laughs) come back when they're better and then things pick back up or they may be isolating you because they just don't want to deal with, you know, they may feel pressure to take on your emotions and they don't know how to like truly be there for people. And so they may ostracize you when they, when they know you're having a hard time and so you can feel alone and you can feel disconnected from and you can feel abnormal but trust me when I say this is some normal human shit you're not abnormal for having feelings you're not abnormal for feeling defeated these are normal human emotions and things that we go through in this life so know that life be hard like this sometimes And it's not going to stay like this, you know? Allow me to be that guiding light and tell you, life is not going to stay hard. And I wasn't, like, I wasn't even supposed to, like, stay on this point in the script. But I guess a lot of y'all need to hear that right now. Life is hard. Healing is hard. But healing makes it so much better. And so I really want to drive this point that it's hard to disrupt the pattern and it's normal to feel defeated while you heal. You know, this pattern served you in the past, so you don't want to willingly give it up. It's not that you don't want to heal, but that's what healing is, learning What truly does not serve you? And then learning what else you can do. You know? Because, like, think of energy. Energy can't be destroyed. You know? It only can be replaced. And so, this is why, like, if you've heard of cord cuttings before... Or, you know what, let me just make it general. Say, you know, you're trying to stop doing one habit. You have to pick up another habit in order to, number one, disrupt that old habit. But also replace that energy. Replace it with something better. But that's the thing with healing. We may not know what else, what, what's that better thing, you know, ahead. And so a lot of us may revert back to the pattern, but it's not that we don't want to heal. Fear is a big part of it, but we do want to heal. We just have to learn what to replace this pattern with. And we learn it in cycles. 
You know, it's not a one and done. And so this pattern served you in the past. Your body is familiar to it. Your mind relies on it. Your ego relies on it and its narratives that tell you who you are as a person and informs your personality. And so when you start to heal know the, and, and break a pattern, know that in some way and in a big way, you're disrupting your foundation that you've adapted to and you've adopted in order to feel safe. Remember I was talking about that mask? that we learn to put on as children in order to get things, to get love. Yeah, when you heal and you start to take off that mask, you start to puncture it, you start to lift it up just a little bit. Fear, great fear happens. And you may, you know, put it right back on and feel defeated. But know that it's not that you don't want to heal and it's not that you don't have the power to heal. You do. You just have to learn what to replace it with. You know, you just have to learn to get your body familiar to something else, your mind to rely on something else, your foundation to be comprised of something else's. (laughs) And so when you disrupt a pattern, you're disrupting so much more that's underneath the surface. You know, you're releasing or excuse me, unleashing shame. You're unleashing and I say unleashing because it's not. It's not like, oh, one and done release. You're unleashing it in cycles more and more. You know, you're unleashing the things that you can handle. And then when you finally release it, you may go back in them trenches, you know, into that pattern in order to unleash something else and unearth something else. That's why healing is not linear. You're unleashing fear while still being fearful. But also you're facing your fears head on and feeling them. That is hard. Do you know the strength it takes to do that? That's literally why everybody don't be healing. Everybody don't start the journey. That's why everybody don't be healed. It's why people like me, healers, exist to guide people through the process in specific ways that we are called because this shit is hard. It's hard. It's really challenging. And so it's hard to do as a regular single person. Now imagine you have a child. Imagine you have someone who depends on you for everything, for survival. Someone who needs you constantly, even when you're in the bathroom and will follow you in there. And some people have no village. You know, it's just them, just them and God, you know. That takes serious guts that a lot of non-parents may not have and would fold under, you know. It would fold if we had to muster up these guts. Because I know I would, I would fold a couple times, child. And trust, if you a parent, 
and you do fold, that's okay. Trust me, I know healing, it's really grimy at times. You know, sometimes we can't handle it. And so I don't want to make this episode, you know, like struggle porn. Like I said, like, OMG, you're so strong. Shout out to you as a parent. And you're like sweating, crying and throwing up with this baby in your arms or two babies in your arm. Like, girl, (laughs) I need help. Like what you talk about? Because we're realistic over here. You know, I know a lot of us give up at times. I do. I be putting shit on hold for months. <laughs> I be patting it on the head saying no with a cute smile and dissociate it away, you know, to go and like do cartwheels in a field of <laughs> lavender or sunflowers or something, you know, like I like to enjoy my life and my headspace. <laughs> and trust me, when I say that's okay to do, that's also human. You know, it's not abnormal for humans to want to enjoy their life (laughs) for a couple days. (laughs) It's not abnormal at all. And so you will put things on hold. You know, that's life. And it's normal to do, especially for parents. Because you may not have the amount of time and resources to dedicate to healing as other people do. You may not have the amount of time to, you know, sit on TikTok like I do and um, gain these resources, you know, that people are providing. You may not have the time or the energy, you know, to catch the resources that other people do. You know, because your life is different. But you still deserve to know that the fact that you even have the will to change. The will to uproot. The real will to disrupt. That's enough to be proud of yourself for. The fact that you even have the desire to try is still something worth celebrating. And the fact that you are open, even if just a little bit to change, is enough. Because when you answer that whisper, you know, to speak to your child instead of yell... To, to crouch down to their level instead of standing over them because you realize they may hear you better and listen to you better if you do that rather than just like, you know, standing over them. You may realize that they fear you less when you do that. And you may realize in the long run that when children fear their parents, it can turn into a bunch of things, but also it can drive a wedge between the love y'all have together. And so trust me, when you realize that and you realize you have a better relationship with your child than you had with your parents, 
you'll applaud yourself while looking back for all of the times you spoke instead of yelling, all of the times you crouched down to them, got on their level to figure out their world instead of just assuming and forcing them to conform to yours. Mm-hmm. When you feel that little tug on your pinky to turn in a different direction than you're used to. Mm-hmm. When you answer the small calls to disrupt what you feel now. Not only will they get louder and guide you and you won't feel so alone anymore. But you disrupt your past pattern by starting a whole new one. Yeah, it's in these little things that cause you to disrupt the pattern. Because before you even have the action, you have to have the will. You know, you have to have the will to stop allowing yourself to rely on the old and keep repetitively opening your mind to the new, to the more effective. And you allow your eyes to open and attract more and more effective methods that not only suit your child, but suit and change you for the better too. Because I know a lot of parents start their healing journeys because of their child and they want to be better for their child. And that's valid. But remember, you're a person too. When you're a parent, you don't stop being a person, especially women. I want y'all to know that. You don't stop being your own person. And I know it contradicts not what society tells us, but more so how they act. It's a real, like one of those, some people will tell you, (laughs) don't get me wrong. And I know some of y'all know some people (laughs) like that. But it's it's like a, a, you know, an unsaid, what is that phrase? Like, oh, what needs to be, what is understood doesn't need to be said. It's like one of those unspoken rules that when you become a parent, yeah, it's not just about you anymore, but it does not stop you from being a person. And so you need to change for you too, for your inner child you know this help that you allow in more and more may help you attract physical help with your child in the form of a cheap babysitter you know so that you can utilize that and then go spend some time with yourself Go and, go and be a person, you know, outside of mom, outside of parents, outside of dad. So that you can connect with you too. And you don't lose yourself in parenting. Because honestly, I think that's where a lot of our parents have gone wrong. Because we feel it as like little pricks on the back of our neck, but that we can like swat away and ignore but them that unspoken rule that 
number one, you got to dedicate yourself to a societal role and what it means to be woman and what it means to be man and what it means, especially to be mom, to be parent, especially my women, because, you know, of harsh gender roles, they had it right in front of them, them unspoken rules. Them, they, they may not have been yelled. So in some of our generations, they may have been yelled, but they were surely whispered, <laughs> you know? And so they lost themselves in these roles, especially in parents and especially in mom. And they don't realize that their kids may be able to feel that resentment. Mm-hmm. You as a child may have been able to feel it from your mom or from your dad, from your single parent, you know? Mm-hmm. And so we don't want to lose ourselves. And so we we have to make sure we're not only healing to be a better parent, but to just be better in your own personhood because you deserve that. And your inner child deserves it too. <laughs> and so this help that you allow in more and more, like I said, may help you attract physical help with your child in the form of a cheap babysitter, you know, a friend that you make on the random that you go grow to really trust and that is actually trustworthy and will watch your child when you need some me time or just need some help. You know, you'll attract better resources that will bring you to people that will lead you along the journey and help you in all of these different ways just by being open to change right now. And that's why I push the point in this episode, in my content, to my friends, to people that I know that the will to change, even if it's small changes at first, is more than enough. It's a hundred percent of the beginning of the journey because in having the will, you can set the intention, you can set the goal, you can have something to work towards, you know, an idea at least. You won't just be going in swinging blindly. You'll have a direct focus, you'll have a mission, you know, and you can be more cognizant of just different messages sent to you to guide you. And you'll just be more in tune with yourself because when you lack the direction of an intention, you know, of like a understanding of where you want to go, you can be detoured by people wearing a mask that claim to want to help you and claim to have all this good information for you but have other agendas and unfortunately you know I see it even in the spiritual you know healing community and that's why in all of these episodes I will always direct you back to yourself because yeah I have knowledge I got messages that you know 
I'm meant to share. But it's ultimately you do the work. The inner work is where you find yourself. It's where you find the way that you think. You know, it's where you find the way you interpret things. And it's where you find who you truly are so that you can gain better intuition. You can gain a better understanding of yourself. And you will be the one to guide you because I'm like a light guide, but I'm not going to (laughs) like... I'm not a therapist, honey. I can't sit down and have you tell me your life story and then tell you exactly what to do. And plus, number one, I don't want to. But number two, you shouldn't want that because you have the power to change your own life. You have that power. Even if you feel defeated right now. You know? You find yourself along the journey way better in way better ways than I could ever, you know, guide you. And anyone else as well, for for that matter, child. So, yeah, the small changes, you know, they are more than enough. They're They're 100% of the work at first. You know, because it gives you what I or anyone else could never give you because it comes from inside. It gives you the motivation. It gives you the drive. You know, your heart is in it. The energy flowed to your heart. And now your heart is in it. Like that feeling. We think our drive comes from like our gut, but it comes from our heart too. You know, that, that saying, that's something I realized recently, like that saying like, yo, you got a lot of heart, you know, courage comes from the heart. You know, your heart isn't like this weak thing that is like so frivolous and you can't always listen to it. No, you can definitely listen to it. You just got to change, you know, the way you be listening because our mind definitely filters things in certain ways. Mm-hmm. But trust your heart because its messages are pure. And it will lead you to pure action that will help you. That will help you have a stake in your own healing and, and make the effort on your own, you know, to follow those breadcrumbs. That's really important to acknowledge by just being open and listening to podcasts like this and, you know, sharing them with your friends. (laughs) You know, by following uplifting Instagram accounts like at Nicole.Heels. But you know what I'm saying? Like, to even do this, you know, to, to consume content that actually makes you feel good. That actually speaks to you inside, the inner you, that actually speaks to your heart. You know, watching a TikTok on healing, visiting a website, you know, all of these things matter because 
it's showing your will and it's it, it's clearly showing your effort your want your effort to change to be the change your effort to love yourself your effort to love your child without ego your effort to do things differently and be the disruption in a pattern that was most likely started long before you. Yup. Mm-hmm. Your effort in general that other people may have overlooked, that your parents, your own parents may have overlooked. You get to see your effort for yourself and not through the lens of other people. You know, we don't realize all of what we're doing by the little things, you know, by even starting these journeys and even being open to start. We don't we don't even really be knowing sometimes when they really started. Because it could have been sparked by that first thought months before you even took action, you know? So cut yourself more slack and realize there is divinity in all things and especially the little things. We don't realize all the effort that goes into these little things. You know, that actually goes into following through with a tiny disruption, You know, I really want y'all to remember this on bad days, you know, and if you're having a bad day right now on the even worser days, (laughs) is worser a word, child? I should know. You know what? I'm declaring it a word. So period. (laughs) Remember this on days when you want to quit that Nicole Heels made worser a word. No, I'm playing. (laughs) yeah i really i really cracked myself (laughs) anyways remember this one days when you want to quit and and you do actually quit you know remember this on the days when you're shameful because of the way you started out parenting your child when you're shameful by all of the things that you didn't know you know that you didn't even, you couldn't even you knew something was up but you just couldn't place it you know remember this on those on those days you know embrace the differences happening now within you know that you love your child And you didn't mean the thing that you did or you said that you feel guilty about. You didn't realize the multitude of the behavior because you didn't have this information. And that's something I'm really trying to incorporate. And I guess pull closer to to my definition of forgiveness. You know, it doesn't have to be you giving them the benefit of the doubt. And now everything that the person that hurt you or the people that hurt you did is suddenly like invalid. And now your feelings are invalid as well as a result. No, 
You don't have to immediately let it go. You hold on to it for as long as you feel you need to hold on. Because eventually, you know, healing does, you know, loosen our grip and pry our feelings off. I mean, our fingers off of it. But you take your time and coming around, you know? And it's when you start forgiving yourself and having understanding for yourself that you can start having understanding, number one, for basic humanness. You know, when you stop looking at them as the monsters of your life. And of course, like, I'm not saying that this is a bad thing because... A lot of people, you know, have been through a lot and you may have a lifelong monster in your life or someone who you will always deem as a monster. You know, I'm not, I'm not shedding any judgment or shame on, you know, that on having people in your life that you consider monsters. But what I'm saying is what, as we heal, this is something that does happen you know we may look at certain people that have hurt us as humans that were really uncomfortable that people that had demons they were chained to you know, chained to. And I don't mean that in like a crazy religious sense, you know, like everything is not the devil, child. <laughs> or at least I don't think so. But that's something that someone, this tower reader said to me in a reading, the people in your life that you feel like they did things deliberately to hurt you, had their own demons that they were chained to that treated you bad not in a targeted sense but in a sense of like ultimately it wasn't you that did anything wrong it was always them it was projection You know, and that allows you to see. And as you also adopt that for yourself, for the people that you have hurt, that allows you to see your monsters as human. And then the monsters within yourself as you as a human as well. Your shadow as a human. Your shadow as someone who was deeply hurt and didn't know how to deal with that. And so it came out in certain ways that hurt other people. So remember that on those days when you feel shameful about how you treated your child before you had all of this information, you know, feel the shame, but do it with courage. The courage that you took to disrupt the pattern you and past generations were stuck in that they just felt they could not get out of. And feel joy because you did. Yay. Say that, say that, 
say that. Say yay. Tell yourself yay. Give yourself a pat on your back, a pat on your shoulder, a little clap of your hands, a smile, an inner smile that projects out to a physical one. Do whatever you feel called to do in this moment to celebrate yourself even a little bit because you're stopping the pattern. Even by letting disruptions happen, you stopped it. You know, it doesn't mean it doesn't matter if a wrench was thrown in a machine or a small nail. That nail will stop things just as the wrench does, you know? Just by having the will, you stop the pattern. And now he oh, I just saw a 555. That represents change. Come on now. Come on, somebody. That represents great change. And so know that as you're listening to this, you really are doing the work. You know what? You may really, you may need to stand up a little bit and do a little one, two step. (laughs) Cause that was just solidified. You are doing the work. And you should have joy. That you even had the will to stop the pattern. And now you're creating more and more distance between you and the pattern. The pattern and your kids. And their kids and their kids and so on and so on. Come on. Stop playing. Stop playing. Get up and do a little one-two step. Do a little stomp. (laughs) Do it. Do a little dance. Put on your favorite song after this. Because you deserve it. You are the change. Listen, I don't believe in coincidences. Mm-mm. So know that little 555, you are the change. So, in short, <laughs> if you're a parent that's trying to heal, that's trying you are a rock star. You a baddie. You a magician. You an alchemist. You're an angel. And if nobody else is rooting for you or nobody else is there to root for you right now or presently in your life, I am. I am really proud of you because this is hard. You know firsthand. It's hard. And you still do it. Even if you pick even if you pick something back up months after putting it down, don't matter. You're still doing it. And you're doing it well. Mm. I want to sing that song so bad, but I won't. Do it for me and celebrating yourself. Do it. Say it in the mirror to yourself. You are doing so well. And I hope that you really just know that. I hope you feel that. I hope you feel it again and again and again. Especially in those times when people may reject what you're doing and the things that you're doing differently. You know, even if it's your own parents, mm-hmm, even if it's your meemaw, mm-hmm. <laughs> ignore them, child. Because they're used to doing things another way. 
And I know these people that may have been, you know, like real authoritative figures in our life that we may feel like we still have an obligation to blindly listen to. I know what it's like, like, hmm, they might start putting doubt in your mind just by a little disapproval, but trust that intuition, trust that gut. Trust the breadcrumbs, like 555, come on now. You know what you're doing, you know. And even with this knowing, know that you will not be perfect. Mm -mm. Don't try to, don't, listen, because people... (laughs) People will people will people and be people and child. They will be like, oh, especially because, you know, it has to do with their ego. You know, those people that just can't be told nothing, you know, just can't be told nothing, nothing different. Everything got to be the same. And so when you try to incorporate something different to them, you may have experienced them just writing it off, asking you to show it and if it like doesn't cure world hunger then no <laughs> you know then and then it's not effective it ain't nothing you know trust that you know what you're doing and you will still make mistakes and even if you do make mistakes by doing the different it just means you're human you know you're not going to get everything 100% right. That's why it's called a journey. And you're not meant to. That's why it's a journey. You know? That's impossible. And it's not what life is about. Life is about learning. In order to learn, you got to fall on that ass. And you might fall on your hands first. You know? I'm not saying you got to fall directly on it, <laughs> You may have to stumble a little bit, you know, do a little a little surprise jerk. Get a little Charlie horse. You you will land on your feet. Not saying you have to just land on that ass, but you know what I'm saying? Like it's your healing journey. It's for you to learn, you know? You're not just a parent. You're also a person. And as a person, as a human person who is also a parent, You have to make mistakes in order to learn as well. And it will show up in your parenting. So what? So know that and don't beat yourself up. And don't let nobody else beat you up either. One resource before I go and, you know, start this conclusion to the episode. I really want y'all to... I got into it um, by TikTok, from TikTok you know, parents um, showing videos of how they utilize this practice called gentle parenting. And I really just, you know, want to introduce this to y'all for everyone who does not know what it is. It's basically just a different parenting style where it's more gentle. You know, it is more sensitive, but it's also getting down to your child's level realizing that they have a certain level of understanding that adults don't and getting down to that level in order to teach them how to be a human you know how to be their own person 
while also guiding them as a parent. You know, you don't always have to use violence and yelling in order to be a parent. And I know you know this as someone trying to heal. Mm -hmm. So look up gentle parenting. Um, It's a good way to inform you and your parenting style. But also, it's an amazing way of trying to reparent your own self and heal your inner child. And so if you're nervous about adopting it into your current parents and style, that's fine. Try to adopt it in your own reparenting and healing practice for yourself and your inner child. And treat yourself more gentle, have more compassion rather than shame and judgment. And before you know it, who knows, you may even unconsciously incorporate the aspects that you're comfortable with in your parenting style with your own children. So yeah, um, maybe I should have, for all my TikTokers, I should probably, I should have probably had favorite accounts that display gentle parenting on hand, but I don't. Um, I'll put it in the description, child. <laughs> so I could go on and on with this message, but child, you know, I gotta go. You gotta go. You a busy parent. But before we go, please share this episode with your other friends that are parents that are trying to heal, you know, that are trying Send it to the mommy groups on Facebook. (laughs) Send it to that person that you know a little bit and they said in passing that they're into healing or, you know, they just got that vibe that they're into healing. They may be wearing head wraps and stuff. And, you know, they just had a baby. Um, And let this be the olive branch that you extend, you know, to them. Because, hey, you never know. Maybe y'all can end up friends you know, and y'all end up being the help that y'all trying to attract into your life, into each other's life in some way. You know, maybe y'all watch each other's kids when y'all need it and pick up your kids from school. Um, and you end up cooking dinner for, you know, their family once a week or have them over once a week for dinner. Who knows? Or maybe just maybe reeling myself back. Maybe you just sending this episode is a way to give them all the help that they need. <laughs> you know, <sighs> who knows? I'm just a dramatic optimist. <laughs> all right, y'all. Thank y'all so much for listening. I will see y'all. Y'all will hear me in the next one. Happy holidays. Bye.